It is like that. That's just, just it's, Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, not like oh, that. Doctor. Not like that. Oh, I'm just saying. Saying. What is everybody? Welcome to the DMVR Nuggets podcast. Everyone doesn't feel right. They don't feel right. Presented by Bet365, Never Ordinary. Just the three fellas today, man. Oh, Dev blew out his back, so he's uh, he's off tonight. Blew so out his he's, back. He, he's off for a bit, then win. I know, he's so, so bad, I understand he got the drop foot. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and meanwhile, we sent Harrison went home a little early. We, and we sent him home to. We find him for a public trade request as well. That's right. We did find him for a public trade request Bones and sent him home. <laughs> Bones win. <laughs> really tough. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about some bold predictions. Uh, we're going to grade the season so far. You know, now we get a little breather here. We'll do all of that. And then we might look at a couple little stats and things that stick out to me as I'm looking at the schedules. I'm looking at some, you know, particulars about this Denver Nuggets team to help me out. Biggest Broncos fan in the world, Brandon Vogt. You guys know me. Um, as I put this sweatshirt on, I felt like I don't think this is going to help the vibes at all. You know, that's true. I didn't realize how damn bad are we? Yeah. Not one, but two Denver yeah. Broncos sweaters on thought, the show today. Yeah, it makes sense today. <laughs> we, we are feeling really bad over there, D-Line Co. At least with me, I mean, like, I was born with this affliction. Brendan Vogt has no excuse for no. his actions. I will say, I, it, you know what, man? You make great merch. I know. I, I, it <laughs> you is really sweet. do. It, it is a really sweet sweatshirt. Yeah, I, I love, love this sweatshirt. one, man. It's so soft. It's so comfortable, man. It's really a, It really is one of our best ones. And the Maxi the Minor one's dirty. I'm sorry. The Maxi, okay. Um, DMVRlocker.com. Check out all of our great merch there. Guys, we want to grade the season so far. We want to look at some bold takes. Incomplete. <laughs> yeah. Done. You Easy. were ready Next for that segment. right away. Uh-huh. Were you ready? You uh-huh. just had that one queued up. We asked you though. I think we should start today's show by asking the audience. We asked the audience to give us a bold take, and some pretty good ones came in. Let's run through those. We'll grade them ourselves. <laughs> I, I don't know if this would be hot hot take and hot hot box and hot takes it something like that. I feel like it's gonna be a little less hot boxy, but we'll see. Or incre- this is a. I feel like we are in three, two, one, Cancun. So these are, these are margarita takes. Now. Yeah, there you go. That's true. Oh, that's great. Hot box and hot takes is like, oh, we're feeling ourselves. Let's pull up from a little deep. It's a yeah, heat check. Right now, this is a yeah, cold check. No, hot box and hot takes is when you're. Yeah, you're like, you're in it, and you yeah. want to, like, when you're watching the. Uh, episode four of the series and you really want to dive in deep like yeah. get some theories going yeah we're looking That's to detach <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't want to go deep <laughs> all right here's a fun, here's a real hot box of hot take you one that really has almost nothing to do with the context of the season at all josh barnett from down under jamal 50 burger what do you think, guys? Um, Rate the spice on this. I'm bad gonna go boy. three peppers. I'm gonna go three peppers personally. I think that it is hot that he would get 50, even though this is a year where everyone's getting 50. Um, I that's 13 more than his previous high. But so I don't think it happens. But I will say I like where his head's at. I like where your head's at. What do you think? 50 yeah. piece from it, Jamal. Yes, it happens. Definitely. It definitely happens. Definitely. So, is this a hint at a broader thing that you see with uh, he just, Jamal Murray? He touches this every year. He either gets right up close to it. He just like has a, a, a moment where it's like right there. I just think um, it always comes down to health with Jamal Murray. And I just I think that the Denver Nuggets as a whole are, gonna, are going to come out of the um, all-star break with new, renewed purpose. I really do believe it. Um, we're all feeling it. They're most assuredly feeling it. I mean, we are feeling it because they are giving it. 
Um, but it just really, truly feels like a slog right now. There's just like a joylessness surrounding the team. But I know that who Jamal is, and we just see it all the time. He just is that guy when it counts. And I think that he's going to start to feel that and will start to want to flex his muscles. You know yeah. what's funny, though, thinking about these guys trying to get high point totals? I was talking about this with Wynn yesterday, and I think it really does apply to Jamal, who can go thermonuclear. At, for a lot of these guys, you get hot and you just go... I'm on this team. I'm going for 65 tonight. I'm the hot hand. Give me the ball. When you're Jamal, at some point, no matter how hot you are, you look over and there's 15. And you're like, I should probably get him the ball. Like, we should play Nuggets basketball at some point. So even though this year I know their offense hasn't been stellar, I almost think if there's, like, Denver's healthiest offense doesn't look like that. So those guys try necessarily not to do it. Because um, I think is Jamal capable of a 50-burger? Yes. But at some point in the game, he goes back to, like, Yoke's got a mismatch in the middle of the floor. I'm getting in the ball. Yeah. I'm getting in the ball. I will say one of my bold takes along these lines is that I think right now his season high is 37 points. Yeah. My bold take, and you can tell me if it's more than three peppers or fewer than three peppers, I think he is going to have more than 37 points three times huh. in the final 27 I games. Gu- I guarantee it. Oh, Kale's going four. four. Kale's going Kale's four. Kale's you feel like that's a hot one? Uh, um, three I'm, times. I, I'm with you, a thousand percent. So you think he has enough big games in him down the stretch? He's going to lock in, man. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So what do you think, though? He always locks in for the playoffs, but, I mean, that's one of the questions is, is he going to lock in now before? Because you could say he locks in for the playoffs, or you could say he's locked in when I, needed, but right. they might need him before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think their playoffs start earlier this year. Yeah. I think that they will be in a much more hotly contended Western Conference race and will remember and realize the importance of home court. Right. I, I, so I believe their playoffs will start like a month out. There could be a silver lining to them needing to keep the iron sharp down the seat, down the stretch. For sure. To, yeah. To some there, what's funny is there's almost no chance that the ending of the year will, will not be intense because you could say they're going to be in that. But even if there's separation above them, like Timberwolves just keep winning and there's five games. There's going to be something below them. Like they, yeah, they could either. Yeah. There's also teams chasing them from behind. So uh, they kind of have it, you know, both ways at the moment. Yeah. How about a uh, a ten plus game winning streak? Wow. I'm going to be honest, guys. Five, five, I'm five pepper five. take. Thank you, Kale. Thank five pepper take. The Nuggets are more likely to go to to win fewer to lose fewer games in the playoffs this year yeah. than they are to go on a 10 plus they just don't do that they just don't do that the only way that happens is in the playoffs yeah <laughs> i would predict them to go 30 and 5 or so what is it 27 yeah. games left we'll say 22 and 7 than i would to predict them to win 10 in a row for sure and this one i do think without wanting to be too harsh cuz there are other factors and other players but jamal being the second most important offensive player by a lot I think this is one where you see the not regular season all-star thing rear its head a little yeah. bit. Like, if he was a little more consistently electric, they could rattle off 10 wins, even if Porter and Gordon and et cetera don't have it. Um, you know another reason, though, that I think they don't get those streaks is also their pace of play. They always play slow. And in particular, they don't fast break. They don't get the ball up. I mean, the fast breaks are yoke, long you know, outlet passes, but they don't just play with tempo. Like, if you watch Indiana... And this is this actually ties into one of the points I was making last night about confidence in players. There does seem to be with this team the sense that a bad shot is especially damning. Yes. And players seem to be, especially certain players, 
seem to be hyper aware of that. And I think that's Christian Brown and Peyton Wild. Like there are guys that are hyper aware of the idea that if I take a shot that's out of rhythm and miss it, it's especially bad and everyone's angry. When you watch the Indiana Pacers play, they have maybe 15 bad shots a night. And I'm not trying to cape for bad shots. What I'm saying is that there's a give and take to that where mm. they're like, you know what? But nobody's worried about shooting. Everybody has confidence to play. And the price you pay for that is a bad shot here or there. That's a great That's a great point, man, because I was just talking about this this morning with Henry Chisholm in the office upstairs. I love Henry. We were talking about uh, confidence might be the thing that's kind of weirdest about the Nuggets right now. Like you would think yeah, more confident, yeah. Porter in his jump shot would be really confident. Yeah. Christian Brown, after all he's accomplished and the way last year went, would be really confident. And I think a handful of these guys are overthinking things. And so that's a concern you can iron out. But it is it is one of the concerns I have. Like, th you know, this last year, a lot of this stuff was just, it just happened. And yeah. right now you see gears turning a lot, you know? Yeah. I think that when you the system is tailored towards Jokic, it's tailored towards Jamal, it's tailored towards Michael Malone. Yeah. In that order, I would say. And I think with that comes a responsibility to understand that it is harder for those other guys because they are fitting into your world. And right. rightfully so. Like you shouldn't concede that. But I do feel like that's why I just have this sense of it really is on the coaching staff and the star players to instill confidence in these guys and sometimes instilling confidence costs something that is not necessarily smart and at a certain point you might have to tighten it up but it's worth it to be able to say like you know what i'm giving michael porter a few extra looks tonight even though right. it's kind of dumb but i'm right i'm not getting mad at him when he shoots the bad shot i'm kind of being like man that was close yes almost man yeah yeah that's i would have been sick if you made it <laughs> i agree man i agree there's something but it's like just I don't. The time is a flat circle. Covering this team is a flat circle. Watching the Denver Nuggets is a flat circle. Um, this is how Michael Malone always handles rookies. Like this is what this is the Michael Porter Jr. treatment. He doesn't like he doesn't go out of his way to get to instill confidence. But, but I think it's not even that. Like I'm talking about Michael Porter in this instance. Yeah. KCP seems content in the limited role he is in, sure. whereas Michael Porter does not. And I'm and I'm saying like the guy there almost you. feels this like yeah, but you should accept right. this. What I'm saying. And it's easier to accept when you give him more. It's almost when you give him more, he takes less. Right. It's you give like, him less, uh, he takes more. Yeah, it's like every now and then you say, AG, if you want to dribble this shit off your foot, go for it. You've been playing great defense. <laughs> and you know what's funny about that? Maybe there is a chicken and egg, and I'm doing this backwards. Because AG does that as much as Mike. He'll do it like a... Yoke will come to set a screen. He's like, nah, I got this, I got man. This. Double like crossover, double defender. crossover. Yeah. And it, nobody seems to care. No. Because AG does all right. the other stuff, yeah, right? right? So yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, you've, you've earned, earned it. Yeah, yeah, you've earned it. Uh, it is wild, though. The Denver Nuggets are constructed in such a way that they are... They have, like, the way that they play that matters, and then they have... It's like it's the, so it's the marathon and the sprint. Like yeah. they have to like they have a, a way they they should play during the regular season that like right. makes everyone feel good yeah. and helps them get through and keeps the vibes right. But at the end, it's like, but you know this doesn't matter, right? Like this doesn't matter when it comes down to it. Like, but and, and it, it does to cover the team every day. <laughs> but I always remind myself, like, what are they really guilty here of? Like, occasionally reverting to what won them a title. So no, but I actually of, think there's a, a lot of wisdom in this. And this is the essence of the Nuggets and why they're both hard to project and why I think so many people, uh -huh. have been, Yoke in particular, why people have been so wrong about him and about this team is those things are legitimate. That, hey, no, when push comes to shove, what we need is the simplistic offense that works and you go to it. But it does lead to not long winning streaks. Like right, it does right, not necessarily right. run for. I think there's a lot of wisdom in that.
Our guy Tyler at DNVR Nugs came up with a few, but there's one I really like actually right here. How about this? MPJ signs a shoe deal with 361. Bro, no, that, that one's five peppers. Five peppers. <laughs> yeah. I think he likes the Puma deal. But, yeah. uh, and he just re-upped with them as well, I he, believe. I so I love this take, actually. Me let's, too. Th- let's break this down. I love we it. talked about it the other day. Let's break this down. The 361 Mafia. <laughs> Hell yeah. 361 Mafia. Started with Aaron Gordon. He ropes in Yoke. KCP is like the Aaron Gordon of the backcourt. It almost feels like a holy trio in some ways. You know what I mean? And then you have Murray and, K- and, and MPJ who are like star caliber players. It almost fits that it's those three guys. MPJ would be different. I do I do agree with this, but I love the back end of this too. This this move then pressures Jamal Murray to leave New Balance. <laughs> um, it's crazy because, um, you know, we love 361. Dude, we're now. huge fans of 361. You know, I mean. <laughs> what? I, New Balance are nice. Like oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the three six one bit's hilarious. I don't even know if you can buy them. You have to know, know what, somebody you know who buys the, them for you. Do you know what the model of shoe is? The Jokic shoe. It's not actually the Jokic shoe. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what it's called? No. The Big Three. It's called the Big Three. Yeah. So is that is that now? The it's PCP called the Big Aaron Three. Gordon? The Big Three future. So I like the idea that our real Big Three with all along was Aaron so Gordon that and maybe that maybe there's some uh, you know maybe that that's what they're tying into. So Mike. Get out of here! You're not on three six one. You're not I, part of the mafia. I, I did. Um, I did this with Miroslav on Serbia corner though. Cut. Does KCP signing with three six one make you feel better about him sticking around? Man, that's a fun question. I kind of think it does. I don't, you could overanalyze this easily, and I've already done it. But I kind of think it does. The Kronky struck a deal with China to. They're going to sign him to a vet minimum next year because he got a hundred million dollar shoe deal. <laughs> I think he's just like, yeah, dude, I'm riding with Yoke. This is my guy now. This yeah. is my guy. I, this is honestly, you're laughing about this stuff, but there is, it is like valuable stuff when players can rope in other guys to For get sure. the deals. This totally. is an actual thing. Totally. So I don't know. It'd be very interesting maybe to try to get like Nick DePaul on the show or something and ask them like, how lucrative is this for a KCP? Is this like actually a big deal? Or is this just like a cool Or is thing? this just like, yeah, he gets some shoes and this or that. But it might be one of those things where it's like, no, man, this is like a whole years of salary that he just gained yeah. just from a shoe deal. I don't know. Uh, a couple more I really like. One from Jokic Nugs, undefeated at home to close the season. What do you Ooh, think, fellas? Undefeated creative, at home. man. Creative. This one to me is doable. Now, they haven't been playing like they're going to do it, so that's no. a different. But, like, conceivably, this is doable. Remember when we felt invincible at home? Sure do. And fellas. then the thunder happened. That's really what happened to me. They, Washington, Sacramento, Miami, Phoenix, Boston, Utah, Oof. Toronto, San Antonio, the Knicks, the Suns again. Cleveland, like there's a lot of tough games, and then Minnesota again. Yeah, I, th- I think I at think least... that might be five. I yeah. like if they lost two of those only, it would be good because you got Minnesota, Boston, the Knicks, Phoenix twice. Like I'll tell you what, love. though, it would be dope. It, how much confidence would you gain from Dude. going down that many wins in a row? I can't believe stretch? where our collective confidence is at right now. Like we are, we're. You a think bunch it's crazy? Dude, that, thing? that, but dude, no. I mean, I understand why. I just. Taking a step back, I'm like, I can't. You can't believe how low it is. I, yes, I cannot believe that we are. You know what you need to do? You need to scroll through the bold prediction section of just, it's awesome. It's <laughs> are awesome. they all low? Well, I have to pick. No, they're all like Nuggets finish first. Nuggets finish uh, first. Yeah. Everyone, wants to get, everyone wants to get back into it. Um, and honestly, I think Nug- that was one of mine. I think they do. But here, how about this? Hold one, on, fellas? hold on. Let's take a break. I want to keep doing these. We can do this for a couple, multiple segments. But I like it. But the home, the home one feels still a little too hot. But... Uh, 
It's maybe one or two losses, though. Listen, it's entire. It's possible. It is one hundred percent possible. It does feel hot because you know, yeah, the, you got some tough, you got some tough cookies coming in. All right, you have twenty-seven games left. I think there's sixteen at home and eleven on the road, or something like that. Would you same exact record? Would it make a difference to you if more of the wins came at home as opposed to if just like a few f- less? You had a few losses at home, but a few extra wins on the road. Yeah, I actually kind of. And more invested in seeing the home dominance again. I think so too. I think that like means more to me and as far as their chances of winning. Like send the message. Yeah. Definitely. And it's, also just that's what you want to like, that's part of what made them so sixteen and four was like good luck beating them in Denver. Dude, the vibes start at Ball Arena. Right. Yeah. Like, you want that you want the vibrations to go out, wash over this great land, the yeah. the, the peaks and the valleys that are Denver. Yeah. All right, let's take a break on the other side. More bold prediction analysis. You could make bold predictions or much more less bold, measured, <laughs> intelligent, thoughtful predictions. Uh, they're actually called bets oh, at Bet365, or it's never ordinary. They don't do ordinary there. They believe every sport should be epic. Right now, new customers can choose between two offers when they open an account at Bet365. Remember to use code DNVR365. That's us, DNVR365. When you sign up, deposit 10 bucks. You get to choose between that bet and get offer or a first bet safety net. Oh, that was, oh I see. <laughs> I see. Uh, I'm still not over you sitting up straight on the pregame show yesterday. <laughs> well, it was not only to it was, reveal it that you're a dragon. But it, not only that, but you were like posturing like, up a little bit. You were like bit. looking yeah. at yourself. It was a whole thing. It really seemed like you were uh, in a K-hole or something. What's a <laughs> Okay. I'm going to finish the read. Circle K-hole. Uh, <laughs> nice. You also get sweet little bonuses like the NBA early payout offer. Get your straight bets paid out or probably selection smart as a winner. When your team goes up early by 20 points, it does happen. I've won that way. You do have to be 21 or older and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-GAMBLER. And Let me take down that uh, number here. Game time is the hottest ticketing app getting you into the hottest events with the best seats for the best prices even if that's happening at the last second sometimes folks are like dude i I can't make this or i just don't want to they put them for sale and less fortunate folk realize that that's they they you know that don't that don't get to take those things for granted that that don't feel spoiled for i don't know by seeing the denver nuggets they're like i'm gonna buy your tickets uh (laughs) and actually i'm just as fortunate as you because i got 20 dollars off with code dnvr when i bought these tickets at game time you know what i mean uh download the game time app meow and create an account. Use code DNVR for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Hey. There we are. Jesus. All right. We are back. Guys. What happened? <laughs> what? Wait, what's going on? Like Andre the Giant. All right. I'll come back oh, down thank here. Thank you, God. Okay. Um, all right. More bold predictions. What else were the people saying in there? Vote. Uh, sorry. I got so, so distracted by your height. You tried to set yourself up very, very high there. I did, and I did not make. I did not make much ground. I like this one from Victor because it's very specific, and it's hot. I think it's on the table. Denver wins the finals. They beat the New York Knicks. Ooh. Denver beats the New York Knicks in the finals. Feels possible to me, man. It actually, does. feels pretty possible to me. So. I don't think it's the craziest one. Would a Knicks Nuggets finals? Would that be weird? The Carmelo Bowl? It, it would be. Oh God, Carmelo! <laughs> somehow he becomes a very the prominent feature. The, uh, yeah, he would be the face of that series yeah, somehow. Dude, we get to talk about that for. It would actually games. be. I think if that series were to happen, I actually think Carmelo would be uncomfortably like a big part of it. Well, you just talked me out of wanting this to happen, so thank you so much. Oh my God, that would be unbelievable. He's like on terrible. Every broadcast. 
and he would be he would be cheering for the Knicks the whole time. Yeah. And Denver would just Oh my god, it would be You know, it would be so sweet though if they did beat them and they beat down Carmelo Anthony and we got to like really just settle this once and for all. He got to truly declare his allegiance. We didn't have, we could just wrap this whole thing up. We don't have to worry about this honoring but, uh I love it. Let's it, make it happen. So you kind of like this one. I like it. All right. I wouldn't mind watching the Knicks go through. I will say this, though. The Knicks are fun, and I kind of root for them right now. But I just know I would, turn, I would turn on them the moment oh. they got over the hump. You'd be like, oh. oh, my God. Why did I root for this? Dude, the group chats I'm in with people back home would really? just turn insufferable instantly. Uh, so, yeah, that's a good point. But it would mean that neither the Celtics nor the Sixers made the finals. So that's an acceptable outcome. Okay, this is a real downshift, real different different speed here. Braxton Key will play real minutes in a game. Uh, not, not garbage. I'm going to say five pepper takes. I'm going to say but also a, like one pepper take. I, I, <laughs> I think it's like a 12 pepper take. <laughs> 12 pepper take. Honestly, Braxton Key plays hard. He does play hard. Plays he hard. He does play hard. Yeah, conspiracy corner. <laughs> I would say this: I if I if Braxton Key actually did play real minutes, I Calvin Booth might quit. Yeah, yeah, he might just be like, you know what, I'm not doing. Hunter Tyson does it. not get a second. Like the yeah. Julian Strother's out. Braxton Key's on the starting lineup. Silo yeah. at Silo Seal says Denver goes twenty two and five and takes the one seed. People are really feeling. Like, <laughs> setting setting their high, their expectations very high for how Denver comes out. I so. get it. I get it. With it, we we <laughs> saw all saw the graphic that said the Nuggets have the most favorable schedule going down the stretch. Yeah. Do, does it feel? Let me ask you guys this: Do you feel like it's still very possible that the Nuggets' best basketball is ahead of them this yes. regular season? This regular this season. regular season. Yes. They look so good against the Boston Celtics. They like did. they have they have a few games that look good, but if you're saying those have all been spotty, I right? Know. It's like kind of been like here and there. I know. Are, if you're asking me, and we did talk about they do have a narrative week coming up, you know, in March where they play like five really big games in a row. Can they play great all five, six, seven in a row? That would be that would count. You know, because it would happen in a row. Right, so right, I right. would say yes, I don't I think it's very possible. I don't know if I'm gonna predict it, but I, I would say you know what? I will predict it. Yeah, I think I, they're going to have like their best. I'll say this. I think they're going to have their best three plus game stretch. Yeah, yeah. I think they got a run in the t in, in the chamber. I mean, like some kind of a run. Let me give you guys some schedule stats here. You might find interesting here, D line. Um, what would you guess is the longest road trip they have remaining on their schedule? Length, lengthwise, um, number of games. I would three, two. Damn. They have a handful of one and two game road trips. That's awesome, man. They have a four-game homestand and a five-game homestand here. So not only do they play more home than road games, but their road trips are short. Little quick little, you know, three days, two games, come back. That's it. I feel like when we talk about home versus road, if you did one home, one road, one home, one road, that feels like a road trip because you're just constantly going back and forth. The fact that Denver is mostly at home for like stretches of periods of time, I feel like that actually is an impactful thing. Mm. Cool. Um, I like it. And I think we're go. just about tapped out here, guys, on, on unique bold takes. Uh, one just came in. Denver finishes with the one seed and goes 16 and four. Man, everybody's feeling it. Everybody's I feeling it. I love it. This is, you know, this is how you act like a champion. This is how you listen to Ariana. That's so good. We haven't thought about that. You, this wow. is how you, you don't, you don't get, you don't lose two and you're like, 
Nug life's back. Can we tank for Wemby? You're I, like, yeah. you just you start. You're just like, okay, whatever. Like, Nug life's dead, baby. Nug life is dead. Not Nug life is dead. Long live, live Nug life. Right. But Nug life means something new now. It means walking around like a champion and not taking any ass off of anybody, even if they come from Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. To that point, I do think you're right, because I have thought this a handful of times throughout the course of the year. Oklahoma City. Now, you know what's funny? I'm on All-NBA show right now with Legler. Mavs fans nonstop are in the mentions on the show talking about how, talk about Luka MVP, talk about Luka MVP. And I do think it's kind of funny to be like, wow, that's right. Yep. We used to care a lot more about that than we do now. And Dallas fans having not won anything, it's like a big deal right. you could that get no that. one's talking about yeah. Luka for MVP. Nobody's talking about it. All oh, those little children. And, and I feel the same <laughs> way, even as we're talking about a Sacramento tough matchup, this or that, there are a lot of Kings fans feeling themselves oh, about for sure. it. Yeah, and again, it's their fan. I'm not trying to make fun of another fan base. Do no, bigger win. thing. Good win. But there is something funny to be like, oh, I remember when they... I remember when we used to think these regular season right. trends. No, we're were three more and one important. against you. Yeah, in the regular like, I'll say it with my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, it is. There is something to it. I think it's hilarious. Meanwhile, we were righteously indignant the entire time. Yeah, and we were right though. And that's, then we were right. Well, that's the thing. Once they win, eventually, you're right to go. Yeah. You overlooked them, even if they did fall short. Um, so that's it for your your ones. Here's another schedule thing for you guys. I have a bold prediction here, Kelly. You ready? They are going to be the four seed. Heading into the final five games. God, I hate this table. Squad. Thanks, and man. finish the two seed. Whoa! Okay. And finish the two seed. The Nuggets' last five games are home against Atlanta, on the road against Utah with three days rest. Now, at Utah, they never win that one. They're is winning you, that one. Is Utah tanking at that point? Because yes. they're eliminated. On top of that, Denver locked in because every game one. matters. Then you get home versus Minnesota Huge on the very game. next night. I think, yeah, that one's going to be really tough. It's on ESPN. That's the tough one, but it's a message-sending one. And then you got at San Antonio, who's going to be tanking. Wemby not, might not even play. And at Memphis, tanking. So I think Denver wins their last five games. Before that, you're at the Clippers. They might lose that one. But I think they get to that spot, probably a game back of Oklahoma City and the Clippers, go 5-0 and down the stretch and climb and get that two seed. Ooh, I love it. I love it. We have to finish this take now in a way that you didn't have to a second ago. Who do they play in the first round as the two seed? I haven't looked at that. I know. I, complete, <laughs> I, like, I completely changed your take for you. So I'd now have, you have to, to. If they are the two seed, my guess on the odds there, man, I'm telling you, one of the Lakers or the Warriors. I think so. I think one so. of the Lakers or the Warriors is who they end up matching up with. And you know what? Give me the Lakers. I, I think Warriors. I think it's Warriors. The Nuggets have one team they have not avenged. Oh, you're you're still in narrative time. I just want the easiest path. Yeah, I was with you. But you're right that that's the juiciest. I think they're going to be equal challenges and that I think Denver should beat both of them, but they both present something that's challenging about them. But I, you're I, right. You know what? What do I... Where to beat the Lakers? Don't what give am I the not acting like a champion over here? I don't care who it is. Yeah. yeah, there we go. No, no, no. You do care. It's more fun. I'm telling you, the Lakers, it would be fun if that was the last time they made the playoffs. So in this scenario, oh, that play-in thing yeah, actually yeah. was the Lakers just missing the playoffs because they, oh, the, they lost it. It's like, oh, yeah, Denver was the last team to beat them. And then they just stopped being a franchise. And then, yeah, then they trade like, LeBron In the middle of the else. night, they pick up the Kobe statue and they move it to Seattle. They become... The Seattle Lakers. This is it makes all, more sense. All part of our uh, fantasy <laughs> here. Uh, all right, let's take a break. On the other side, let's start to hand out some grades. Honestly, three peppers. I could see it happening. Uh, <laughs> That's one. 
Man, a lot of us are struggling to keep up with everyday bills. Everything's really expensive right now. Homeowners, there is some good news. You have a way out of a credit card spiral if you own a home. Do me a favor, call our friends at American Financing because you're doing yourself a favor and tell them DNVR sent you. Mortgage rates are lower than they've been in a long time, much better than the average credit card rate. And right now our friends at American Financing are saving their customers an average of $854 a month. Do you know how I know that's true, D-Line? Who would make that number up? That's clearly calculated. That's a great point. Uh, by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high interest credit debt. Call American Financing today. It takes like 10 minutes to get started. And if you call today, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments. Call today, tell them DNVR sent you at 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net slash DNVR. NMLS 182334NMLSConsumerAccess.org. There's definitely a second read. How do they always catch me by surprise the second read? Oh, it's because you're barely a professional. Oh, that's what it is. It's because I'm an idiot. <laughs> right, right. And you're, you're like, you guys oh, have how did begging that, me to tighten it up. You're like, how did that car in the street almost surprise me every time? Because you didn't look. You just jumped in. Right. Okay. No, so I look. I'm just an idiot. Uh, here's <laughs> oh. the thing about DNVR events. We love to throw them. We love to have cool ones like takeovers. Uh, oh, here's a cool one coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow, Friday, February 16th, we have the American Raptors Rugby Watch Party at 3 p.m. with giveaways and players from the team, Raptors sticker giveaways, DMVR swag giveaways, VIP ticket raffle to the March 17th Ho opener at the VIP Raptors Club. Follow us on DNVR at DNVR Sports or go to thednvr.com slash events to stay up to date on our calendar. And we are back. Let's talk about grading this season here. D-line. This is always fun when you're on a three-game losing streak and I you're know. asked this question because yeah. it's so different. But if you can try to remove yourself from that, what would you grade the season to this point? I saw this on the timeline. I think that the, the you have to be in the B range. I mean, it's just you can't say that this has been a uh, complete success to this point. There have been a lot of uh, opportunities left on the table. There have been some things that they didn't quite get, uh, haven't gotten quite right. They've gotten... They lost the season series to the Thunder. That's not great. Um, but they've been pretty good. They just haven't quite been championship level. So it's like a B, B plus if I'm feeling generous. So I'd probably put a sticker on it, like a scratchy one. Maybe the strawberry, strawberry sticker. <laughs> How do you follow that? Yeah, that, that's what I was just thinking about. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with a B. I think in, you know, as far as coming back to contend the next season, they're clearly still in the inner circle of contenders for me. Would you call this an impassioned and inspiring title defense so far? I would say no. No. I would reserve that A headroom for like, they're blowing us out of the water. I think 100% this is happening again. I think they've more or less taken care of business, but I don't know if I've seen the urgency that would make me say this is going A+. You guys remember parent-teacher conferences? Hell yeah. And at a certain age, like like they get real at a certain age. Probably middle school is when it starts to be like less fun. Yeah, like if you're having one in middle school, that's bad. I had a lot of them in middle school. That's true. Do you not have them in middle school? Yeah, I remember. I only yeah, have kids yeah. in elementary school, so I don't know what this yeah, is. Yeah, at a certain point, like you're you only the parents only talk to the teachers if it if it's uh, a, if a that, bad situation. My mom had true. to come in a lot. Well, I've got an elementary kids, and it is funny because you know it's all positive, like even the critique. So it's always like you know. She could be a little bit better at getting her work done on time or whatever. Like, it's always like that. So that's how I would handle this parent-teacher conference. <laughs> I was sitting the Nuggets as a team down right now. Is, you know, there were some really strong signs. I feel like when the going gets tough, the team can sometimes over 
correct yeah. a little, maybe get a little too constrictive yep. um, on some of the players. But I do feel like there's good signs. I mean, I genuinely believe that there are good signs for the Nuggets, like really, really good signs about the Nuggets' repeat chances. I think they're legitimate concerns. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like the biggest concern is going to be the confidence of the others. It's weird to me that Christian Brown was able to make such a positive impact on the finals and the conference finals, and yet has almost made a lesser impact in his follow-up regular season, which should have, by all accounts, been easier. So it's those things to me that are more of concern, but those are all things that don't have lingering effects. Like, if you reset that over the next yes. eight yeah. weeks or whatever, if you, like, take yeah. care of that, it's like it didn't happen. Agreed. As opposed to, like, uh, uh, you know, there are things that you can't make up for. You're lacking guys. You're lacking this or that. I don't think Denver's necessarily lacking it. They just haven't crossed the line of where they needed to get with some of the question marks. Plus, they eat a lot of crayons. They eat too many, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they eat too many crayons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for bringing that back. Uh, what about Jokic? How would you grade him so far? Man. <clears throat> So Jokic starts at a level of divinity. Yeah, that's a good point. By which it is difficult to understand, criticize, or even ca cast a single aspersion upon. He is, in my mind, the unquestioned best player in the world. And starting from that place, he has been a little underwhelming. Oh, all right. There have been... Great moments. He has been solid. Nikola Jokic has been solid. By his standard. Nikola Jokic has been solid by his standard, which, of course, using the human conversion system means divine. Right. There are nights that I find myself still wanting more from Jokic, which is why I am unworthy of his love and why I'm wrong, because he's better. But he doesn't always bring it the way that he. I know that he can, but he's the one that's putting forth the effort and putting his body on the line and knows what it's actually like to be on the court. Me as a just as an observer, I just feel like there's nights that like if you want to be an old head and be like Michael Jordan didn't take nights off, like he wanted to kill everybody, all that blah 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 stuff. Like there are nights where Jokic doesn't want it. The only person Jokic wants to kill is the ref and whoever made him come to that arena that night. And I get it. Um, so I think, I mean, he's still an A, obviously, but he's like an A minus or something. Okay. Yeah. Here's, here's one thing I was going to say on your point. This does feel like the first year of Jokic's entire career that is not definitively better than the one that preceded it. Yep. Mm. Every year he has climbed, and like that's inevitable, right? And I think maybe there's even a hidden anxiety of like, is the best over? Like, you know, eventually a player hits this low, hangs out for a while, and then comes back down. And look, to your point, the, that level is like the greatest player I've ever watched. It's every the favorite for the like, MVP right now. It's yeah. incredible. But there is a sense of this year does feel like a lesser repeat of the previous year, where it's like it was a really good show but the sequel was kind of just it's like hangover yeah. 2 it's yeah pretty funny but it's like okay that's the yeah, same like you, plot right it did hangover yeah it's like you watch goodfellas and yeah. then when it comes out you watch casino and you're like that's the same movie and then 10 years pass and you watch casino you're like holy shit that's an incredible movie why, <laughs> why was i like i was because i was too close to goodfellas yeah, right. at the time i needed some space that's great yeah, stuff that is really do you have one what's the I'd movie probably like give him for an you a, a little bit of pushback with 
with I actually like the way you framed it, D-line. There's a thing with Jokic this year that's re-solidified in my mind, which is just how awesome it is, how reliable he is in terms of availability, man. I was talking about this with the wind yesterday on TDSP. When he got poked in the eye to a severe extent, man. like gouged in the eye, and there was just he came back to play that game man. and the next game. And so Great take. there's just a little bit of this stuff with Yoke where I, I finally want to stop. I mean, I've tried my best to appreciate Jokic the whole way and just say, like, the dude shows up every night. So every even on the nights when he night. doesn't show up, he did technically show up. He is the best he is thing the best. in the world. It, he Honestly, it is like hockey, man. Like, you see these hockey guys, and it's like, oh, yeah, he lost a tooth, broke his nose, and uh, his, his left eye no longer works, but he's uh, day-to-day. Yeah. He'll be he'll be back exactly. uh, day to day. Or he came back in for the third. Yeah. Like, and it got some, some stitches in the locker room. Yeah, I got I, some stitches in the locker room. And honestly, it's like that a lot. There's just a bunch of like, oh my gosh, people don't know what he's playing through right now. Two broken legs. And you're like, wait, what? Right, he's, right. He's playing through that. Well, and that's the and thing. Like he puts the back brace on, and everyone's like, "Is the back okay?" I'm like, "Dude, I bet his back hurts every day. He's seven <laughs> right. feet tall, yeah, seven but he, feet tall. but he's I know, just, you're like, my back hurts. Yeah, but he doesn't <laughs> like you know. We don't have to think and worry about these things. And that's to me the the like what takes it back from an A minus to an A. I also wonder too, man, if like that five to ten percent that feels different from last year is his teammates. You know? Like I don't the nuggets are not as potent offensively and I don't think it's Jokic. You know? Mm. Right. But but when he didn't have teammates before, he became the undisputed MVP of the league. Good counter, bro. Yeah, yeah, fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'll welcome I'll welcome Right now. Uh, Jamal Murray. Oh, man. Mm. All right. Uh, I assume that the grading is different in Canada. <laughs> so he, he probably, he's, he got a moose. He gets a toonie. I get a round of applause. Good on you. Good on you. No, uh, so Jamal Murray... I really like Trailer Park Boys. Uh, I do too. <laughs> There's something about it's that great show, show that I think find genius. It's quaint. No, it's a great show. It's quaint. Um, also, I'm Isaiah Hartenstein kind of looks like the guy. Oh, he looks exactly yeah. like him. I think about that every time. I love that guy. I'm I'm debating between a B or a C. I'm debating between a B you or a C. You'll be minus. I know that's that's for, the, yeah. that's probably what I'll do. Uh, C plus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Walk us through it. What's the review? Well, I mean, we know, man. Yeah, we'd like, all right. So have a seat. All right. Okay, thank you. Uh, I am the teacher of the gifted and talented class, as you know. Jamal Murray was admitted into this class. Sure was. um, And he still is not turning in his homework. Yeah. We thought it was a problem of just being in the lower class, being bored and not challenged. (laughs) He is being challenged. He's just not doing the work. Yeah. He has it in him. He is a genius. He does all of this work outside that lets you know. And when the special performances come, when the science fair happens, he wins. Day to day, he will not read Wolf 21 and do a report on it. How does that make you feel, Adam? Dude, it makes me feel terrible. (laughs) I want to talk to him about it. Yes. Uh, So life lessons in there. There's a lot of life lessons. Jamal Murray is so talented, and he just won't give us any consistency ever so he gets a C for consistency that doesn't make sense though he should get an I for inconsistent as, but he gets a C as an aside just because you know we're just talking here my I have a producer 22 year old for all NBA Emma she's awesome will not watch anything I send her you know it's one of those things where I'm always like we'll talk about something like, oh you'd love this movie or you'd love this video well it refuses just yeah. like can't 
doesn't have the attention span for a movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, watch uh, The Deer Hunter. And she's well, like, it's not quite like that. <laughs> they give great movies, Rex. You know, good ones. And she's like, oh, well. Oh, it's right. true, man. Any, anyone who's like under 22 is like, is that, you said that's two hours? They're like, yeah, I'll watch, two hours? Yeah, I'll watch a TikTok. And I'm always yeah. like, ah. I think I saw that movie in a GIF. And you're like, I'm going to jump off a bridge. <laughs> Jamal Murray. I, I don't want to blame Jamal Murray for getting oh, hurt. Oh, boy. I don't want to blame Jamal Murray for getting hurt, and so I won't. But there is a bottom line thing of if we really wanted this and or expected this to be the year of Jamal Murray. I know. Would you say it was? Has been? I would not. I would not. So I would say if you're really looking for a seize the day, take the leap, become the, per the perennial all-star guy, it's like a C, C+. Plus. Having said that, he did miss... A lot more games than I think we talk about. Like, is it 16, right? Or 14? Mm. One of the 16. 16. That's a healthy chunk of the season. It fellas. is. And man. that's relevant. So I don't want to like drop it too far down. No. But no, this hasn't been the year of Jamal Murray. And I think we were hopeful it was, were to be. So that's the lens I'm viewing He's it through. He's so good. He's so good. And it's frustrating to not get the best out of somebody that's so good or so smart. I'll give Jamal Murray a B minus. I'm taking it down a little bit. There are things about Jamal Murray's season this year that are better than, you know, that have gone a little under reporting. Shooting 41%. That's a career love high that. from the three-point line. That. That's a big deal. And a lot of those, the, the pull-up variety. His passing has been better this year. He's averaging six and a half assists. That's also a career high. That's good stuff. So he, there are these little indicators of, you know, really good play from him. The points are a big part of it. And also just the like night to night impact is a big part of where you're like, is this a great Jamal Murray game where he's going to outplay and just score on Drew Holiday? Or is this a bad one where he's going to get the business given to him by, you know, some Mike Conley or something? And you just never know. I would say that Murray to me is more the guy who had um, decent grades, but really dropped the ball in the group project. Because mm. that's how I would look at it. I mm. think Murray looks at this as like, I'm fine, guys. I wasn't an awesome. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. It's like, yeah, I know you're fine. You're relaxed. You're rested. But the group over here, Yoke stayed up till 2 in the morning finishing Covering the group project because <laughs> you forgot to turn in the assignment. So Man. now here he is. That's how I feel about him. But there is time. I do hope. I will say it concerns me some of his quotes about he even at me today, him talking about I'll be ready by the playoffs. There is some stuff where I'm like, Somebody should call him out for that. Yeah, like on the team should be like, oh, really? What so, about January? Yeah, how about like, a little what bit are sooner? we doing here? Yeah, what are we doing here? Should so, we come back at the playoffs? I like, hope Jamal man, really has a, a step up. You here. have me retroactively guilty about how I approached a lot of group projects. <laughs> you didn't feel that then? That's how you end up here, by the way. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Michael not, Porter Jr. Oh, I want to say. Oh boy, yeah, you go. You take this one. C plus. Oh man, dude. C this is plus. that's like being getting a C plus when you're homeschooled. Right um, I want to give him credit for showing up and playing for in as many games as he has. And I also think it's true when you're like a resident player X guy, like you have some funny perspectives on things. You're like so many times this season, Porter's played well, and someone will be like, "This is the best Porter game of the year." And I'm like, honestly, two weeks ago we said that, and like there are more of those than you think. There are a lot of stinkers, and the stinkers involve just miss open shots and. I love, love, and deeply appreciate the work he's done to raise the floor on his game, and that matters. That matters. At the same time, what makes it all worth it is the jumper and the confidence in the jumper. And the jumper is better than we talk about it right now. 39% on high volume. 39 and a half. 39 and a half, and actually might have gone up a little bit. Yeah, last night, good, good game. 
but it's the confidence, right? To me, so that that play last night when he had the open three at the top, and he and he pump faked, great pump fake. And he was wide open for a long two, but then he took another step in and took the world's longest yeah, floater. Yeah, I hate that new move. He's like, push make up. it okay though. It does make that shot sure, but from that distance, yeah, like it doesn't seem Porter smart. shouldn't second guess an open jumper ever, right? Yeah. Like, that's who you are. So some of that feels missing. So I'm gonna say it's kind of like an average season for him. I don't think he's gotten better from last year, but I wanna I wanna harp on the fact that like he's been there. He's played every game, and he's been better in some of these games than he gets credit for. So I'm going to hold the line at C+. I think I'm in the B range with Michael Porter Jr. Oh, shit. All right. I got to go higher. Because, I mean, I think that um, a lot of what Michael Porter Jr. is up against is that I feel like we have found his peak. Yeah. I, I don't think he's getting better. I think that might be true. I think this is who he is. But I think most of it is a product of the fact that his body gave out and he had to rediscover his game and he is he is maximizing what he is able to do. But you have to compare and you have to contrast that with the idea that he is literally a max player That's, and he is not playing at a max level. And I don't think he's capable of playing at a max level. But in the context of the team and in the context of the starting five, he absolutely is a max player. It's a weird thing. It's a some of the parts greater, some of the whole greater than the parts kind of situation. That being said, there are situations that arise where you want to be able to count on Michael Porter Jr. the same way that you would a Jamal Murray or a Nikola Jokic, the other yeah, two max players. And he has not ever ever shown us the ability to do it and he's not showing us the he's still he keeps showing it to us and we at a certain point you just have to say like i believe you yeah this is who you are you're a guy with a great jump shot the thing that i will say that is really impressive about michael porter jr this year is number one like you mentioned the amount of games he has played number two the steep increase in rebounding like he's been playing tougher in way and he's been playing in different ways that are helpful but he's just like you want him to be a killer. We want him to be a guy that when it, the ball falls into his hand, the other team is like, oh, no. The same way you feel about Clay Thompson at his height. Right. And I just don't. This is the first this year that I'm. It does feel different this year. This is the first year that I'm like, I don't think we're going to get there with him. And that yeah. bums me out. I agree on those points. Here's an interesting one, though, how I think about him. When you said we might have reached the peak for him, here's what I think when I hear that. First year at the rim, 34% roughly. Next year, twenty or, or 34% of his shot attempts were at the rim. The next year, about 23% of his shot attempts. So it came down, but 23% of his attempts were at the rim. The next year is the year he was hurt, clearly. 16.5%, 16.5%, a clear drop. The following year, when he comes back healthy, 16.5%, same exact number. This year, 16.2%, slightly down, almost the exact same number. And I look at that and I go, I do think that these injuries... Remember in the offseason at Media Day, he was asked, like, Where, what have you improved on? What have you been working on? He was talking about his handle and getting the rim, and it was, yeah, my role's not going to change, but I feel like these things will help me to excel in that role. Well, the reason you get your handle is escape dribble, pull up, or just get to close out. Shot fake, get to the rim and finish at the rim. Doesn't finish at the, doesn't get to or finish at the rim 
it almost just seems like he is at a level or maybe even slightly lowering there. And I don't think it's because of technique. I just think he's lost a pop. I strong agree. Man, someone posted highlights from his redshirt rookie season, yeah. Richard, and just before the third surgery, and even already after the other two, man, he was moving so different. Yeah. I know. So different the way he went that's, to the rim. I know. That's the thing. It's like, how do you get mad at a guy that is giving you so much? Uh, like, he's, he's, he has a broken bike and is making it he's in the tour de france yeah and he's in the lead he's in the lead pack but he's just like not quite what we hoped he would get to and it's not this is this is not to be doomer this is just the reality with mike and we've always known it like that's you see that decline like it's highly unlikely that that gets better right you know what i'm saying um so like, look, the reality is at some point, at some point in the life of the contract, like it's going to get ugly with the physical limitations. But I still think, I, I don't know, man, he can be better with the jumper than he is yeah, now. And there's, totally. like, they can still win with him, to be very clear, in my opinion. And, and so I'm not, I'm not jumping off the ship, but there are some things that kind of remind you in an ugly way of like what, why he was available at 14 and, and what it means to have him on turn. I know, to me, I wish he would unexplore his game. I wish he would reduce it down, redu simplify I, it. Get rid of the handle. Never think about it. Consider how Clay Thompson scored oh, 18 right. points with two dribbles or whatever. Right. Like, it's just like not part of his game. And just like really focus hard on that jump shot, that outside shot. Just like don't worry about the rest of it. Like that is truly all the Denver Nuggets need for me. I, outside of, you know, I mean, it's good for him to get in and rebound, play hard nose, but I would actually even rather that he didn't do that. Honestly, I would rather that, <laughs> that he literally just play like, just treat his body like more, I don't know, cautiously and be yeah. treated more like fragile than it actually is. And like, just really get that jump. Like, yes, because when wide open shots come and Mike drains those, it is so. Can't beat this team, man. Dude, you want to talk about backbreaking? Oh. <laughs> oh. And by the way, to be clear, I think there's a lot of runway left and I'm not, I'm not For sure. The, yeah. Yeah. Give him a B. But it's but I do think like you see some of it this year. I, the rim numbers are important because I don't I don't think he's moved super well, so that's tough. Not a lot of games with like more than five threes or 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 five or more threes I should say, which is a, you know, last season he had let's see thirteen such games. I think this season so far he has had six, so he's below pace for because that's what you're really talking about. It's not about did he hit two of four, two of five. It's, did you have one of those nights where you hit five of ten, seven of eleven? Because those are back. Those are the ones where it's like, all right. Yeah, and that's you want to talk about how do you get respect from and get the ball from Jamal Murray? Right, knock you, those you down. catch on fire like that, like. Yeah. And I think it was the Lakers game that he did, and then I almost I'm mad at myself for not doing a good job in the show pointing this out. Murray passed him the ball in that game in the fourth yeah. quarter, and so there's a there's they, there's more to get out of Porter right now, even with everything we just said. I'm, I'm just surprised that it's the confidence. It's yeah. the confidence in the jumper that we're talking about. All right, let's uh, take our last break. On the other side, we'll wrap up with AG and KCP. Oh, the TLAs. The oh, just kidding. Well, unless one of the T's stands for two. Two that are active. That's true. Liter They're all TLAs. We all That's are. That's true. We all are. <laughs> you can watch all of the Denver Nuggets on Fubo TV. You can watch the most Colorado sports for the lowest price the Fubo TV. 140 live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. Stream live TV from any device. No contract, no cable, no hassle. What a treat. Just sign up and start watching. And you can also use 1,000 hours of cloud DNVR, which is included at no extra charge. Watching the Nuggets once, that's nice. Watching the Nuggets twice, now you're living, baby. Watch all your favorite college football, watch all your favorite Colorado sports, the NFL, all that good stuff with Fubo. Go to www. 
FuboTV.com slash DNVR, www.FuboTV.com slash DNVR. Sign up. You get 15% off your first month of FUBU Pro. That's that's nice, man. That's nice. Strange things are I put at the Circle K, gentlemen. By strange things, I mean dope things involving us, DNVR. You might not know, there are memberships at Circle K, like the Inner Circle Rewards Program, and it's one you want to be inside uh free membership easy to download you can use the qr code on our screen right there enter your email and phone number to be fully enrolled and after that all you need is your phone number you're gonna get deals like first five phillips of gas are 25 cents off a gallon sweet first five polar pops are free you stopped for gas you didn't get a polar pop are you out of your mind yeah what you're trying to drive without being hydrated and including some it's dangerous some of the items in the store every sixth item will come free with items like pizza, the roller grill stuff, dispensed beverages, donuts, and more. Plus, you can get a free any size polar pop from Colorado Circle K by texting DNVR to 31310. That's DNVR to the number 31310. Messages and data rates apply. Periodic recurring messages per month. Terms and conditions can be viewed at circlek.com. Sign up with the QR code on the screen or visit www.circlek.com slash energy circle. All right, we've only got about six minutes here, but give me a KCP. Uh, B. First KCB. team? First, he's been good, uh, but his it, at what his offense is has gone pretty dormant. Even though his defense has been incredible, you're right. It's been all about D. He gets a D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upgrading right, this well. to a D. I'll go B plus. I think the defense has been amazing. Yeah, it has been. Uh, I I think you could argue though that part of what Denver's missing is their two lethal corner shooters are not yeah. knockdown guys between the two of them. So. I'll, I'll stop him short of A, but I also want to make sure I credit how amazing the defense has been. Yeah, he's been incredible. And goodness, you can notice it in games against the Bucks and the Kings when he's not there. So B plus, yeah. if not A minus. I'm going to go B plus. I'm going to go B plus. What you just talked about with MPJ, you wish he would reduce his game. I honestly just think that's what KCP is. I think there's yeah. more to his game, but he's like, it's not needed. What they need from me is defense, and his defense has been really good this year. I think it's his best defensive year yeah. with the Nuggets, and for that, I'm going to give him the B plus because I do agree. I do think he could make a few more threes. There are some nights where it's like, all right, come on, man. Um, and then Aaron Gordon. I'm giving him an A. I'm going to give Aaron wow. Gordon an A. I that have, feels aggressive. There have been <laughs> nights like last night. There, there have been nights where Aaron Gordon. <laughs> it was an A last night for sure. But, but here's the thing is that, like you say with, with KCP, Aaron Gordon fills a perfect role. He is a glue guy above all else. And there are nights when it makes sense for him to turn it on. And there are nights when it makes sense for him to be defensively minded, for him to take on Giannis Antetokounmpo, for him to take on LeBron James, guys like that, which he's done a, a great job with, like he does every year. Um, there are other nights when he is asked to step up and carry the offensive load sometimes. Like he kind of has done, he's not perfect every night, but he has been perfect a lot of nights in that he fills the role that is required of him or that the team needs him to, to do. And I just think he's been super solid all year long. Like if not at times spectacular at times, you know, uh, it feels like he disappears, but that's because maybe the matchup um, requires it. There's not a lot of nights that I've been like, man, AG sucks tonight. You know, what say you on this one? I'm worried about the shooting with him. I don't remember it being as large of an issue last year. I felt like it was more of a, all right, that's AG, but he was confident to take him and this or that. I think some of that confidence has been rattled, and it's a big question mark. Like, I actually, it feels like a hot take. Outside of the bench and just like Peyton Watson and Christian Brown, Aaron Gordon's and the Denver Nuggets' ability to score against teams that dare him to shoot mm. is maybe my biggest concern, like of that starting group. This year, I think Denver's going to run into teams that try that a little more aggressively, 
and a little more confidently, and he just needs to find the confidence on his shot, so I'm worried about that. I will say the dunks are hilarious. He now has 25.4% of his attempts are dunks. It was way lower than that. Last year it was 26%, career average around 15%, so last year was obviously a huge outlier. He's starting to play like that again. He's raised that throughout the course of the last like, month that. where he's dunking everything, and you can think of it. Every game, three, four dunks. Yeah, I kind of feel like the stock is warmer than his season's been good. Yeah, because I think I he, think that's a good way to put it. Because I like what you just said to me is the springiness, and yeah. we've seen more of those, um, you know, Jokic plays or just pick and rolls in the middle of the floor that ends with Jokic finding Gordon from the dunker spot, and those are again some of those Nuggets plays where you're like, yeah, what do you do about that? Um, so we're starting to see them again. I will say. Earlier in the season, there were stretches where I feel like he's had more moments than last year where I'm like, why are you doing that? Like, why are you doing that? Um, but I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I might just be weighing some things too, hev too heavily. He is down about three points per game from last year. So that's something. I would say, he, you know, I'm going to give him a C plus. C plus. He hasn't been Whoa. better. I'll give him a B. I do think Dang. though, with you, if I was buying stock, Dang. I would be I'd be buying AG stock right yeah. now. I mean, he started slow. B the thing is B that he, I think, he has been on the upswing and he's playing really mm. well lately. But I can't forget the early part of the season. Yeah. I got to be an early voter where he was, by his own admission, still in. I can't even remember what city he's Monaco. I think he said he's still there. It's all over so. the place. Man. Um, we do have one super chat to get to. What do we got? <laughs> Bashir uh, Daoud. Hey, guys, thanks for last night. Kings are frauds, the West 76ers. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> KCP locks Fox in the fourth quarter all day. So Let true. the Wolves and OKC be one and two. We'll be three and Kings six. Wow, he's right, really wow, feeling like really it. After two ass kickings, he's like, let's do that it. Guy, that guy definitely like has somebody in his life that is a Kings fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was cool meeting you too, man. Uh, all righty, that does it for our show today. Thanks, everybody, uh, for hanging out with us. Just one more. Everybody go on our different ways, man. I know, a little, like last day of school. I'll be back with you tomorrow, though. We'll do a little mailbag. I'll answer some of your Q&As. See if I find somebody to join us. Hit the like button on the way out. We'll Let's see you. Let's go.